Welcome to another episode of the Young Black and Bothered Sports Desk. I am your boy Q, and I'm joined by my co-host for the evening. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? It's Lou. I hope everybody had a good week, and uh, let's get to it. Hey, it's here. I'm back. I hope y'all missed me last week. I had some surgery, unfortunately. You know, the boys don't love me enough. To mention that I wasn't here, but I'm here this week and I'm ready, so let's get it. Alrighty. Okay, so since, since she she didn't do it, uh, I'm Greg. Um, but first and foremost, Pam was not here last week. In case anybody was wondering, she was invited. Um, she's here every week. She was just busy, but we miss her anyway for every single show. She is our resident correspondent for all things wrestling, except for Nia Jax, because that's me. Um, outside of that. Including Nia Jax, who is a woman of color. So, yeah, including her. Like I I said, I am the resident correspondent for Nia Jax, and I'm going to take that mantle and hold on to it. Now, Q is going to give us something glorious of a show. Q, I'm ready, bro. (laughs) Um, uh, So, before we we came on the air, and we wasn't going to start with the NFL, we're still not, but... um, we do need to talk about this piece of breaking news that literally happened in the last 10 minutes. Um, <clears throat> the Oakland Raiders, I mean, look at me saying Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders need a new head coach because their now former head coach, John Gruden, just resigned. Um, if you've been living under a rock over the past five days, uh, there was a lot of controversy that came out uh, on, starting on Friday with um, some emails from John Gruden during his time when he was at ESPN and uh, commentating on Monday Night Football that he sent um, to the former team president of the Washington football team, Bruce Allen, that fucker. Um, And in a couple of those emails, he made some racist, some pretty racist uh, tropes against the uh, executive director of the NFL Players Association, Demore Smith. Um, uh, he said, "Quote, Dum Oris, Dum Smith has um, lips the size of Michigan tires." Um, if you are a student of history, you <clears throat> uh, a lot of, will be very aware that. That type of language can be misconstrued um, in a racist type of way. Um, and that was just the, what now, uh, four days later, turns out to be just the cherry on top of everything that was going on. But we're going to get a little deeper into that. Um, but I wanted to start, I, want, I just wanted to start the show. Let's show them a little shit and give me a little hot take, uh, hot takes in before we um, flip the lineup this week and start with our wrestling correspondent. So what's on your mind this week? How was your weekend? Do uh, you have anything like hot, a hot take that you really, really want to get out right now? The floor is yours and everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, have, I have a hot take. Oh God! He nah. said me. I didn't know you were me, but okay, you could be oh, me today. Go. You go. For, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uncles, oh, don't argue today. No arguing today. Um, 
So, hey, everybody. I know I've been missing last week a lot. A lot has been going on in wrestling. Um, I will say last Monday and last Friday, the women main evented both shows, which has not happened in a very long time. So I really think that they are trying to push the women in regards to WWE. The only problem that I have with that is that you can't have the women main eventing both shows, but then on Friday, Zelina Vega and Tony Storm, only their match is only for three minutes. What are we doing? Are we really trying to progress women's wrestling or are we really just saying, you know what? Eh, we got to give people what they want, but at the same time, we're going to bury everyone else on the card. I get it. It's a two-hour show. You don't have enough time, but three minutes out of a two-hour show Come on out. That's that's just that's ridiculous. Like beyond belief, it's ridiculous, but we won't even get into that. Um in other news in regards to AEW, they did have their two year show this past Wednesday, and uh there was a lot, a lot, a lot of bloopers that happened. The most I would say talked about that I saw on my Twitter was Kenny Omega and the Elite trying to lift up Luchasaurus. And literally dropping him. How? It was five people. I think four or five people. And they all dropped him. So the, we love you, Kenny. But yeah, you, you fucked up. I, I can honestly <laughs> say uh, you fucked up bad. This weekend, we did have the knockouts tournament. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, who, if you don't know who she is, she has 20 plus years in the game. She is an amazing wrestler. Uh, indie scene. She's also been in NXT as well. Uh, so you can go and check out her work. She did win that tournament. Um, they did have like a four way. I don't know how to explain it, but they had a, like a four way match and Savannah Evans, who was kind of the underdog, but not really the underdog. She ended up winning, which was amazing. And shout out to Terry from We Love Wrestling. I did see you during her little entrance and that little eye contact y'all had. So definitely shout out to y'all um i will say my hot take though my hot take is that i am honestly going to say that the crown jewel pay-per-view that happens on my birthday so we won't be here on the 21st of october but you know wish me happy birthday uh i'm gonna say it's gonna be a great pay-per-view one to watch out for uh especially because now they have seth versus edge in a hell in the cell match so I think that is going to really put it all the way up. Uh, but I think it's going to be a great, great pay-per-view. So we'll see. Greg, do you have any hot takes? Or Greg's not here because Greg finally decided to not today. I'm shocked. Are you shocked? Because I, I am very shocked. Um, <laughs> Greg did have a hot take and he did say that the WWE would be ending in six months. And... um. I don't see that happening. So, Greg, what, what's your thoughts on your hot take? It's mouse moving. Greg, are you here? I guess not. So, Q, did you watch any wrestling this week? No. Mm-hmm. Lou, did he you just watch any wrestling no. this week? Can you guys hear me? Now we can. Yes, we yes, can. Yes. Yes. Um, I was saying that. Yeah. I, I'm standing on that. It's ended for me. And the reason why it's ended for me is because I, I stopped caring. Um, if it wasn't for like Pam, I I, I wouldn't care. Um, and at least for the next, what, 14 and a half weeks, I, 
I probably still won't care. And the reason for that is because Monday was usually my my draw for wrestling. And guess what? Football's on. So fuck wrestling. Um, and then Sunday, like pay-per-views, guess what? Sunday night football. Fuck wrestling. Um, so <laughs> if it's not like Wednesday or Friday, which honestly I have either a podcast or other shit to do, I, I really don't care. Um, but more importantly for me, it just feels like I'm kind of stuck in a rut when it comes to wrestling. And I'm rather than complain about it, I just rather just not watch it. When it gets good again, let me know. Cause from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I watch on YouTube, like recap wise, that shit is terrible. So no. Um, and like Pam said about the, the three minute main event with women, like it's almost like putting, <laughs> it's like putting women like on, like, you know, on a stage and say, you know what? Perform for us. And it's like, yeah, but but do it naked, though. That, that's how it feels with Vince McMahon. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it for a minute. We'll all appease you. But guess what? It won't be for long. And he's done that so many times. That's why I just, it's fuck him forever. And <laughs> without yeah. saying too much, man, I'm, I'm kind of off WWE. Maybe I'm jaded from them. And it doesn't let me appreciate, like, you know, the New Japan and the AEWs and stuff like that. Because I have so much of a like history with the WWE and the fact that half of their old rosters on AEW is like, well, that's the opportunities that they were supposed to get over there where the money is. And the money is just like, fuck y'all, you can leave. So for now, um, I'll start again January 1st, but for now, I hope that the <laughs> no, I mean, that shit. Like, as a wrestling fan, and when I say a fan, meaning casually, I'm not a diehard. I cannot tell you people's first and last names. Like I, I know them as that person because they are that character to me, but I do mm-hmm. like feel a way about them like you know my legacy people and even the newer people my issue is i have yet to appreciate a new person because the moment that i do they get buried and the last person that that happened to obviously for me finn baylor and um bray wyatt finn baylor finn baylor i'm sorry (laughs) i'm I'm thinking baylor from uh, the podcast baylor my bad but either way when it comes to it like i just feel really (laughs) jaded knowing that we could get so much Especially knowing that you have three hour shows and like 90 minutes of it is absolute bullshit. <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. every week you're, you're giving three hours of a show every week. Why? Like, and then for me, I know somebody's going to hate the fact that I'm about to do this, this hot take, which is the actual hot take. I don't like the brand split. I, I feel like I'd much rather see like whoever the fuck I want to see on a Monday or Friday. And the reason for that is because I don't want to feel like I'm like dedicating myself to a certain night. I remember when I used to be funny, be like, you know what? You don't know who the fuck you're going to see on a Monday night. You don't know who you're going to see on Thursday night. You don't know when they had Sunday night heat. It's like, yo, like who the fuck are we going to see? That was when <laughs> wrestling was fun to me. Now it's like, well, we know for a fact it's going to be the same fucking tag match for the sixth week in a row. It's going, it's going to be you know a women's wrestling you know thing with like Charlotte or this fucking person that gets the same like looks every three months in rotation because God forbid they have twenty six women on the roster but the same eight get opportunities. Like come the fuck on, like this is boring. Like three fucking hours every week and we get the same four matches. No, no. So Vince McMahon, I'm I'm telling you this as a fan, casually of wrestling. I've been wishing for your demise for a very long fucking time, and the reason why I have is because I hate you. I absolutely fucking hate you. And it's, it's, it's it's not like he's a bad person. I just him as a person. I'm sure he's a nice person, but nobody said that he's a good person. Everybody says he's terrible. 
everybody, how do <laughs> people who work with you say you are fucking terrible? And the thing is, he does a lot of self-deflection. Like, you know, when Ric Flair, that whole um, thing with uh, Dark Side of the Ring came out, where Ric Flair was just, you know, doing a helicopter on a helicopter, on an airplane. You don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But either way. I, I just, <laughs> helicopter on a helicopter. Yeah, like. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to really find the words to say without sounding like disrespectful. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I have to be disrespectful. Vince McMahon, a lot of people have been praying on your demise for your brand to get better. And the fact is, he has a family that is more than capable of keeping up that legacy. But he's so fucking selfish that he's ruining his own brand by letting it eat itself from within. Vince McMahon literally threw Rey Mysterio off of the WWE building at WrestleMania. That wasn't WrestleMania. That was Money in the Bank. That's how much I. That's how much I don't care. That is how much I fucking don't care. <laughs> that is true, though. He threw him off the building. Yo. Like Vince, Vince McMahon literally is like, you know what? Like, who can we bring back? Like, I'm a huge fan of Edge. You know who I'm not afraid? Like, Edge don't even look like Edge anymore. Edge looks like like stubble. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, what what is going on here, man? Like, stop bringing back fucking wrestlers who you know you told us that they retired because of some like nagging injury and it was life threatening, and then for six months you bring them back and they do fucking jumping off the cages and hitting each other in the back with steel chairs. I'm like, yo, didn't he have a fucking spinal injury like a couple? What the fuck are we doing? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sad. And, and I think... Can't okay, save the lives, man. No, nah, no, nah, fuck that. Let me get my shit off. But when it, when it comes to, like, say Daniel Bryan, for example, absolutely love Daniel Bryan. Vince McMahon and even Daniel Bryan made us believe, like, yo, like, this is career threat, man. Like, we have to deal with the fucking Bella Twins for two years because, hey, whatever. Like, you know, they're married from within, so naturally we got to deal with that bullshit. But then, yeah, Daniel Bryan with the, the career threat and injury goes away. And I was like, dang, man, I feel really bad for him. I, I felt really sympathetic. And then it's like, guess what's coming back? Daniel Bryan. First thing I said was, fucking Vince McMahon does not give a shit if this man dies in the middle of the center of the fucking ring. At all. He does not care. If Daniel, if Daniel Bryan, you mean Daniel broke, Bryan doesn't care though? But no, here's because the thing: Daniel Dan, Bryan Dan, had to want to wrestle. No, when it comes to the WWE, I, I feel like they are like the bad boy of wrestling. Because here's the thing: you know that your boss is a piece of shit, and everybody hates him. But he has the he has the wallet, he has the checkbook, and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I know I have you know a neck injury that you know one bad shot, and guess what? I'm paralyzed for the rest of my life. But you know what? Vince McMahon said he needs me for Royal Rumble. I need to be, you know, entrant number seven. Like, why? <laughs> what, what the fuck? No, no. Like, all, all in all, I'll say this. Um, I predicted wrong when I said the WWE is going to end in six months. I'm going to give it five because it's ending for me. <laughs> <laughs> Effective. He's <laughs> <laughs> to give it five. And, you go no, my only... <laughs> my, only, my only reason is like it's, it's just Vince. Like I, I won't say Triple H is any better. I won't say Stephanie is any better. But when you have a family who is raised on that brand and more importantly that type of sport, and they know that shit, and it's like you know what, like you know what to do with your brand and your own fucking father is like you know what, I'd rather sell to Khan. <laughs> then give you then give you a fucking opportunity to you know what? Give the legacy down to my grandkids. Mm. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and this is the disrespectful part of this. And 
God bless the dead. Triple H made a huge mistake by not staying with China. A, a, a lot of a lot of good fucking things could have happened with that relationship. Wow. Wow. When it comes when, when it comes when it comes to this, I know somebody's been like, "Damn, great, really." I'm like, think about like Stephanie shit on China her entire fucking career. They waited until post mortem for her to say, "You know what? She's gone. Now we can honor her." And it wasn't just Stephanie. They actually that, haven't honored her technically, yeah, but but that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's certain things. It's like yo, like this is on brand for that brand. They disrespect the shit out of their family. That's why I don't feel bad. At saying that the shit that they do is a result of like my words. I'm like, yo, like if I if somebody says, "Oh, Greg, you're canceled for saying that," no, fuck it, I don't care. Because at this point with Bress, I'm like, that's what we get. When um Bray Wyatt, you fire him knowing that he's grieving over his friend's death, and you gave him a two minute spot on Raw. Hey, you know, rest in peace to you know him. Blah blah blah. I'm like, damn, like all he gave and like that, that's it. Like yeah. a, a two minute spot. And that, that, that's it. You didn't bring his family on. You, you didn't, none of that shit. Like all that's just like water under the bridge for y'all. Like, okay, he died. You know, we'll get our little moment to talk about it. That way, AEW can't say anything and just be the only, you know, only people. Let, let us say something as well. Then after he dies, four weeks to the day later, you know what you say? Bray Wyatt, you got to go. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is, like, am I wrong for saying this shit? Like, it just it, it really wasn't feels, four weeks to the day that it, it he was died, four though. weeks. It was four weeks. You, I, I'm not. He I died not in account. December, and Bray okay. had released in like April. It wasn't four okay. weeks. Okay, so I'm sorry. Four months. Four months. My apologies. <laughs> these are some very hot takes. <laughs> oh, and, and, and here's the thing. I, I don't mind having these hot takes. I just really get annoyed when we like when I bring up wrestling because I'm usually the one that has to bring it up. So I'll close by saying this: Vince McMahon. You are going to be the demise of your own brand because he's so stubborn to not listen to his peers that he's been working with for 40 plus years, his own fucking family. And now he's pretty much sold out to Peacock. Do not be surprised if we have to watch Ronda Rousey in four months because, you know, her bank account's low right now because she just had kids. She's like, you know what? I'll I'll make a surprise (laughs) entrance at WrestleMania or Royal Rumble next year. You know, and congratulations to her, by the way. She just had the baby. Um. Shout out to them. But when, when, it, when it comes to it, yo, I'm, I'm just like, yo, like, Vince, like, you let everybody go. And we keep, we have Mr. Miyagi, a.k.a. Brock Lesnar with a fucking ponytail. Brock Lesnar should not have a fucking ponytail. Can we just say this? What, what are we doing? But that's what, what, you. No, no, no. I, I, you know what? I'm going to shut up. I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Because I, I have more bullets in the chamber. But what I'm not going to do from now on is care about Vince McMahon. I have shit for Kyrie Irving. I have shit for Gron, uh, John Gruden. When it comes to Vince McMahon, I, I'm tired of giving him chances. Let me know when one of The Rock's cousins actually turns on Roman Reigns. Let me know when we stop seeing Roman but, Reigns. But Roman just, Reigns is The Rock's cousin. Notice I said The Rock's cousins. I said the cousins because there's two of them motherfuckers and then there's Roman Reigns. I do not clap. Roman, fuck it. I, Basically, <laughs> basically, what you gonna come back? Yeah, here's, here's, here's the thing. Oh, and no, I don't know if you follow Rikishi on like Instagram. He's gotten in shape. He looks great. Like he, oh my god! Like I don't know. Like he changed up his diet and his eating habits and stuff like that. And he looks amazing. He's looking phenomenal. But the way that like 
I, I see wrestling going like down. It's not all the other brands. It's just WWE. Like what's her name? Um, God, I cannot remember her name. They were talking about like having the truly. I think uh, Pam sent, uh, sent this in a text about the three girls: um, Naomi, um, Sasha Banks, and um, uh, Bianca Belair. Tamina. Like, oh, Bianca. Oh, okay. Having like the 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 trio, like a faction. And I was like, that that's what we need right there. I, I like that shit. Like you're thinking, but they tried but, it. Remember? Yeah, they tried <laughs> they it. They did bad. Uh, I forgot what the other one was, but it was like a porn name. Yep. That everyone was making of fun course. of because of that. Of course, of course. Can, can you fact check? Can you really quickly just tell us what that name is? Because I can guarantee you, who gave the green light on that fucking name? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yo, this is the shit I'm talking. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Greg on the Sports Desk. I'm gonna be quiet for the next 25 minutes because this is fucking dumb. Like Vince McMahon, <laughs> fucking Vince. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, there was one thing that we did miss that you did have a hot take on. We were talking about it earlier. Um, and it was in regards to Xavier Woods. Oh, Do you want to get oh. into your Xavier Woods hot take? Yeah. Um, I can't. The reason why I don't like the new day is because I watched Xavier Woods fuck page and it, it it's burned like a scar <laughs> in my soul because like Whenever I see him acting coonish and just acting like a abs- like just weird on TV, it's like yo, like he, like he, he and it's not just the fact that he had sex with Paige because I don't want it to make it seem like just that. But Xavier Woods, it's like I know in real life he's probably like a, a, a really like decent person to hang out with and shit like that. But it's just like on TV with the fucking trombone and just, I'm like, yo, are we like a minstrel show <laughs> to him? Like to fucking like WWE. <laughs> Like goddamn, like we, we had Big E. Mind you, Big E. Shout out to him for you know everything with the submission sorority was their name, and also PCB. Wait, what? Submission sorority. They were you know what? I'm done. I'm PCB. done. I'm done. Nope. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> well, that's that's where it came uh. from. So we were. He had a very nice hot take in regards to Xavier Woods. I feel as though the character does not have anything to do with what they do in their personal life. Uh, what Paige decided to do, that's on her. You know, she has to live with her stuff getting leaked. Um, I'm glad she actually just made a post about mental health and how because of everything that happened due to that, she did want to unalive herself. But she hasn't had those thoughts in years. So I'm very proud of her for, you know, going and getting her mental health checked but jesus uh <laughs> i'm not gonna judge Paige or xavier woods for what they like to do behind the scenes there's a lot of crazier things that have happened um and i don't think we should judge what they do behind the scenes in regards to their personal life versus the character we see here in wrestling that's just me personally um clearly greg did not agree with me so you know there's that. Now, I do have one more thing that I did want to talk about, um, and it was the G1 Climax and why New Japan Pro Wrestling hates their fans. Um, <laughs> and this actually came up in a Twitter thread that I was in because someone posted a screenshot, literally a screenshot of someone's entrance. Um, I forgot. I think it was Tama Tonga's entrance. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um and New Japan actually sent them with the, is it DCMA or DACA? Sent them with a strike against their account for posting a screenshot from the G1. Not a video, 
not a gift, literally just a screenshot of an entrance. And they got strikes against their account. Um, with everything going on with New Japan, with COVID, and them not really having to have the fans like they want to, them having all these shutdowns, I think it's kind of sad that they're now choosing to say, hey, we see, you know, all you are actually paying attention to the G1, which I'm not going to lie. I haven't paid attention to the G1 in like two years. Um, it hasn't really been doing it for me. I'm not even going to just say it's because Kenny and the elite, quote unquote, they all left. Um, I did follow some of the Jay White era of Bullet Club, even Okada's reign and Okada going from being regular Okada to like shorts Okada with a balloon being weird. Uh, I followed all of that, but G1 just wasn't doing it for me at all. Even the tag tournament wasn't doing it for me. It, it just, New Japan just kind of went downhill because they didn't know who to put in place for Kenny since Kenny was such a big part of new japan um so the g1 is going on now if you do want to catch up it is still going um like i said i haven't caught any of it because every time i try to say okay well maybe i'll watch a little bit someone else i know on my twitter account their account was getting striked down just for literally tweeting about the g1 so new japan i want to know why do you hate your fans so much you actually have some people that want to watch the g1 but if i can't talk about the g1 then why do I want to watch it? I don't want my account to get banned because I want to watch an actual tournament. So, tournament. So, that's my hot take. That's my on hot that. take on that. Hi, Greg, and my hi, Greg, and my echo. Okay, thank you. you huh. can take it over. <clears throat> All right, uh, thank you for that wrestling update. Um, even. What's going on with my signal right now? Um, so thank you for that update. Um, and now, whew, all right. I had a different topic to start off our NFL talk, but fuck it, we can't. We can't. Let's just go right. Let's just go head head first into the breaking news that we got as we were getting ready to come on the air. Uh, I'm going to read the Bleacher Report story just so. Those who may have been living under a rock will understand and know what's going what's going on and why John Gruden um, now does not have a job. <clears throat> John Gruden's tenure with the Las Vegas Raiders reportedly is over after four years. Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network reported that Gruden is planning to resign after emails uncovered from his past included racist, anti-gay, and misogynistic language for Ken Nelson and Catherine Roseman of the New York Times. According to Belson and Roseman, Gruden, quote, denounced the emergence of women as referees, the drafting of a gay player, and the tolerance of players protesting during the playing of the national anthem, unquote. <clears throat> he also, quote, exchanged emails with former Washington football team president Bruce Allen and other men <clears throat> That included photos of women wearing only bikini bottoms, including one photo of two Washington team cheerleaders, unquote. He also used racist tropes to describe NFL's, NFLPA executive director, Demoris Smith. <clears throat> and Demoris Smith tweeted today, he tweeted today, earlier today, well, this evening at 6.57, uh, with a nice little thread. So I'm just going to read the thread. And then we can go from there. Uh, Demora Smith tweeted, 
email from John Gruden and some of the reaction to it confirms that the fight against racism, racist tropes, and intolerance is not over. This is not about an email as much as it, as much as it is about a pervasive belief by some people who look like me, by some, that people who look like me can be treated as less. The email also revealed wide of comments by some with powerful platforms who explain this away are insidious and hypocritical. It is as if they, there is a need to protect football above the values of equality, inclusion, and respect. The powerful in our business has to embrace that football itself has to be better, as opposed to making excuses to maintain the status quo. <clears throat> Excuse me. I appreciate that he reached out to me, and I told him that we will connect soon. But make no mistake, the news is not about what is said in our private conversation, but what else is said by people who never thought they would be exposed and how they are going to be held to account. I fucking love it. <clears throat> fucking love it. Uh, thoughts. Fuck John Gruden. Um, I don't think I need to say anything else. <laughs> Urban Meyer um, is happy that this happened. So, uh. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, he, he's a dirtbag too for putting his thumb in a girl butt at the bar, but that's a whole other story for another day. But when it, when it comes to John Gruden, man, um, Actually, do you mind if I just read a text thread from a few of my friends, one that just happens to say something? I want your take on it. Um, Go ahead. One one of my friends who is starting to show their true colors um, says, man, and after Dungy and Michael went on live TV last night and burned rain day uh, time to reassure that America... I'm sorry, to reassure America that Gruden was no racist. It's almost like Gruden was nice to the black people he liked an asshole to those he did not, my head is spinning. So then he says, do you have some sort of ax to grind with Gruden and you've just been sitting on these emails and waiting for him to become a successful head coach again before leaking them in an effort to destroy his career? I respect your patience. Let me answer his question. John Gruden isn't successful in Oakland. Oakland is, I'm sorry, in Vegas. Vegas isn't successful in Vegas. The reason these emails came out, and I'm going to be the first person to say it, is because he mentioned Roger Goodell. None of this other shit. What was it? Was it last year around this time? Actually, no, it was early this year because Lou was here and we were talking about how they swept the fucking Washington cheerleader situation right up under the rug. And I was like, there, there has to be more to that fucking story. And Q said, just wait, more is coming up. Q said that shit. He was like, yo, there's more to the story than we know, and we're going to find out in a few months. Boy, did we, none of us could have predicted it was going to be John Gruden. But then when we found out that he's going and sending his coach and his, you know, his coach buddies and his, you know, staff buddies new photos of cheerleaders that he's like hitting up and banging and shit like that, calling people big nose and, you know, saying all the things about Michael Sam and shit like that. It's like, oh, like, we're not surprised. What I'm surprised about, though, is how Daniel Snyder is always in the middle of this shit, but don't nobody say nothing to him. I, I want Q's take on that. Like, th- we already know John Cruz is a piece of shit. I just need to know how the fuck is Daniel Snyder always in the center of some shit and never gets any backlash? Somebody needs to answer that question for me, please. 
okay, why is Dan, why is Dan, uh, Mark Schneider always in the middle of shit? Because he's a detestable human being. Daniel Schneider is a detestable snake of a human being. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Um, <clears throat> I know, you know, there's still a lot of shit, um, that, that the NFL is keeping un- under wraps and that oh, someone yeah. in the league office needs to go ahead and leak so that Daniel Snyder can get the fuck out of the league so that he's forced to sell. And Greg, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This wouldn't have been the controversy which it is now in which John, <clears throat> in which John Gruden uh, was forced to resign if if any of those emails didn't contain the words Roger Goodell. Mm. None of this. Goodell, Goodell is that type of commissioner that looks to throw people under the bus so that Absolutely. he can look high and mighty, so he can look high and mighty and that the conservative owners who pay him can be like, oh, okay, he's putting them in check. Sad shit, man. Um, it, it it is crazy. I, 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 I and this was my comment. This was going to be my comment. One of the commentaries for tonight. Um, I can't even find the right words right now because I had a I had a I had one that was ready to that was ready to go, and I was I was going to slam the shit out of Goodell. I was going to slam the shit out of Cruden. I, I I don't know. I guess that's the beauty of breaking news because it's. But I will. I will say this. <clears throat> I will say this. As a black man and as someone who is a, who is part of the LGBTQ community, that just shows that <laughs> we still have a long way to go. And I and I, I go back to the text message to the first text message that um, we saw in the group chat about this on Friday. My exact words, and I'm not going to scroll up in the text, in the text, in, in the text thread because there's so many. We, I woke up to 97 text messages from you guys last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> only 97. I, only, 90, only 97. The ones after I fell asleep. Uh, so, but I, I remember saying, and I said directly, this doesn't even outrage me anymore because we know that America. That this country was born out of out of a race racial sense. This country and those that founded it and those that came after the founding, and even into this day, from even when the first Europeans came over and were they had disrespected and abused. The native, the native people who were here first. It's not going to change. There has been progress, and I appreciate that progress. But every day that a story like this comes out, every day that we hear about someone using stupid fucking language in an email, on a podcast, in a text message, on a tweet, wherever... It just reinforces the notion that this country ain't shit. I, I, I don't want to interject, but I have to. Um, go ahead. 
you racists are fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you have to be the dumbest fucking people on planet Earth. Here's the thing. You're emailing your racism as if that shit can't be tracked. And then you're in email threads with people who all you have to do is fuck them over one time and they expose that shit. It's, it's worse than having, like, the Lewinsky shit where Linda Tripp went and was, like, record the conversations. You're typing the shit out. So you can't even lie and say that wasn't me. It came from your email. Like, what are we... I'm shutting up. Uh, I'm out. I don't want to get... No, 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 no. No, I, no you go ahead and say, and say what's on your mind because that's where, yeah. I was, that's where I was headed. That's where I was headed. So, no, you go, no, go right no. ahead. My last little statement that I have to make is this. Enough's not going to be enough because that generation of racism hasn't died yet. <laughs> like, and that's why, like, you try to instill in, like, your kids and your kids' kids. Like, yo, like, don't be like your racist-ass grandfather. Don't be like your racist-ass son. Don't be like, like, the Grudens of the world and shit like that. It's like, oh, like, they have kids. And they teach that shit to their kids. So then they grow up and they're another fucking John Gruden. And, and the only way to like combat that or to kind of eradicate that is to call that shit out. And to honestly stop the fucking bag. Because you know what was going to happen? Another, what, six years was going to go by. They were going to honor that $100 million contract for him to do the bare fucking minimum. Now, I don't know how you give somebody who's never really achieved shit a 10-year, $100 million contract. Another story for another fucking day. Let me just close with this. Mm-hmm. He's still going to get some money. And he's going to start a podcast. Kind of like ours, but he's going to start saying a lot of shit that's going to be disrespectful because that's where his bag is. He's not going to USC. He's not getting another NFL job. But the thing is, he has those connections. And there are other people who think like him that want to hear that shit. This shit's not going to change until, like I said a couple minutes ago, until that generation fucking dies. dies. When I say, uh, I'm not saying die like someone kills them. I'm talking about old age. And from what I know, historically, <clears throat> racists live a long fucking time. It's literally like lotion to ashy people. Like it just, for some unknown reason, racism just makes people live longer. I don't know why. Maybe it's because y'all be killing us, you know, at an early age and then you get to live forever. I, maybe that might be the case. I'm not sure. But what's not going to happen is me accepting that it's just John Gruden. Now that I see that shit, I'm hoping that the players of the Oakland Raiders and I'm hoping that other players look at their coaches and call them out for the shit that they do. So when your coach is saying, come here, boy, or, you know, giving you nicknames that you don't deserve, start, start you know, calling their asses out. Because they're making money, and God forbid, if you take a knee, guess what? They're probably talking about the fact that you're taking a knee. They already hate the way you look. You're a body to them. Now, here's the, here's the issue with me, and I'm going to come back And that's just a body, a commodity. Oh, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're but here's the thing. They're a commodity. Here's the thing. And again, last statement. Everybody canned Antonio Brown for saying he could not play in Oakland because of a racist person on the staff. Funny how that works out, right? Talk your shit. Ends up being, ends up being funny that that racist coach. person, and yep. it's funny that that racist person is the head coach. Right. <laughs> now, 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 mind you, that was just the first 
you know, pawn on the chessboard. Because after that, there were three other players that he said, you know what? You're no good for me. Ironically, all of them were black, right? Camille Mack, Amari Cooper. To the point where this this fucking idiot, Q, I, I'm, I'm going to read the tweets because I've, I've truly had enough. Um, yeah, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. So, and please forgive me, this is not me being derogatory to the LGBTQ community, and this is only a tweet in regards to Emma Vigilant, I'm sorry, to Vigilant, who wrote this tweet. To recap John Gruden, number one, use racist tropes against the NFLPA executive. Two, call Goodell a homophobic slur. Three, want to Eric Reed black uh, blackballed for kneeling. Number four, suggested that the first openly gay player shouldn't be in the league, as well as slammed concussion mitigation effort. Um, to, to not use the words, um, he used the F word in terms of the LGBTQ community, which I will not say. He also called Roger Goodell a clueless anti-football pussy. Um, he said that... Oh, that Eric one is Reed, correct, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 yeah, but... <laughs> You, you said, that's like going to your boss and, and pissing on their desk. It's like, well, clearly you don't like your job. <laughs> sure. Okay. We'll see. But um, to, to recap what I'm saying, you know, and to actually finish for real, um, Antonio Brown told us and we didn't listen. Right. He, he, talked, he talked about his mental health. Nobody fucking cared. He talked about the coaches and his treatment. Nobody fucking cared. Other players have come out from that same team. And said, you know what? If everybody is saying the same fucking things and the coach stays, that, that's telling about the NFL right there. That's probably why we don't have, guess what? Black ownership. And, and let's please do not bring up the Venus and Serena shit with the, the 3% interest for the Miami Dolphins. You see where that's got them? Nowhere. Um, that being said, I close by saying start believing these athletes. I know sometimes they might get ahead of themselves and stuff like that, but for somebody putting their body on the line, and for your coach to shit on you and then trade you on a whim when they realize that, you know what? They're forming an opinion. You know what that sounds like? Modern day slavery. So, fuck you, Roger Goodell. Fuck you, John Gruden. I'm still going to watch the NFL because I'm supporting the athletes that are on the field. Because, guess what? They're going to get the money. Now, I just question, what are you going to do with that $100 million now? Well, where's that going? Is that going to go into you know on, um, Dallas for concussions? No, no, no. no, no. Let me tell you that hundred million, you know, million dollars is going. It's going. It's going to buy uh, to build Mark Davis's new mansion. Oh well, I, I've said enough. Um, I I commend everybody. Um, I think Louis has four voicemails. Louis, let me just say this and be crystal clear to you: Don't get cursed out. Please come with some respect and some decorum, because not only will I block you, I'm gonna talk shit when I do it. So you won't be able to hear it, but you can hear it on the Young Black and Bother podcast. Leave us a five-star review if you like the show that you would probably have to hear after you get blocked. So with that being said, Q, go ahead and hit that button. Uh, I, I, before I do, I just want, <clears throat> I just want to, to add a second piece. Um, Greg, you mentioned about there's no black ownership in the NFL. Can we get to the even bigger issue? There's no... Uh, the atrocity of, of uh, it's only three three coaches of color and then and currently head coaches right mm. now mm. I, you know this has been a this has been a drum that I've been beating ever since Eric the enemy did not get a head mm-hmm. coaching job after last year 
and he probably won't get a head coaching job in this next, in this upcoming hiring cycle, and that's an absolute fucking travesty. Absolutely, you can't have you can't have you can't have parity. You can't have racial parity if one race or one particular or BIPOC people are not included at the table. And this is and and this is why this is such a big such a big and exploding controversy. You have the head of the you have the head of the players association isn't a white lawyer. He's black. Mm-hmm. They don't like that. Cadell doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. A black man that shows he has some sense. <clears throat> that shows he has some sense. Uh, and Gruden just issued a statement. Please read that. Uh, why? Read it right I'll now. Read it, read I'll it. read it right now. Uh, he said, quote, I have resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. If you didn't mean to hurt anyone, if you didn't have <laughs> before you do, if you didn't mean to hurt anyone, you wouldn't have typed those words out and sent it to Bruh, the other the racist jackass named Bruce Allen. Cute. Cute. This ain't enough for me. It's not enough. This man thanked the team that was paying him and not the fucking people he insulted. Not the woman that he put her fucking nudes out there that people who have never slept with her had no intimacy with her know and see. Like, do you know how fucking degrading that is to like literally be a woman? I'm not a woman, but I'm just saying, just imagine like a woman had your dick pic and send it to all her girlfriends. It does happen, but I'm talking about like just doing the shit just to do it. And guess what? We don't know if they fucked or not, but it's like, yo, like, not every, that was for you. Are you showing your 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 bandmates or friends? Because you know what? You you want to have the bros club, the, the he-man woman haters club. John Groove, you're a piece of shit. The fact that, bro, this man said, I love the Raiders and don't want to be a distraction. Bro, you're 10 years too late. And more importantly, for the last four years, you've done nothing but distract. So you got that. Number two, you're thanking everybody that's still existing on that team. Because guess what? They ain't fucked you over yet. Now, wait until those emails come out and he starts talking about uh, an athlete. Talk, talk about Amari Cooper. You ain't said shit about him. No, no, or, or, no here's, here, here's, here, here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for what Carl Nasi has to say, the, <clears throat> the openly gay player on, on the Raiders. I'm waiting for what he has to say. I'm waiting for what, uh, uh, yeah, I'm waiting. You know, it's, it's just. It's, honestly, Q. Outside of us, you know what I'd rather the NFL do? Stop giving him light. Like, we can talk about it because we're a podcast and don't nobody really give a fuck about us. And that's fine. But when the NFL is taking a break from a game that is actually currently happening, to talk about in a pop, we don't give a fuck about that. We got Lamar Jackson on the field. We got Carson Wentz. God forbid, fucking Carson Wentz. But either way, we we got him (laughs) on the field. And they're playing a honestly a really good football game. And you know what's distracting right now? John Gruden. John Gruden. You're not even playing right now. Why the fuck are we talking? Can we focus? We can do that on Tuesday. We can do it on Tuesday. And I'm fine with that. So not only have you been a distraction, you apologize and said you don't want to be a distraction while distracting people from watching the game. People could not tell you to fucking score the game tonight. But you know what we can talk about? Fucking John Gruden. I would love to talk about Gary mm. Irving right now because I'm honestly we what 32 minutes into talking about John Gruden. John Gruden, let me say this: suck my dick. Mm. 
I'm well, we do one. have voice notes that uh, we do want to get to. Yeah. So let's, let's wheel it back yeah. in. And I'm, Q, can you play the voice notes, please? Yeah, sure. Here we go. You know, I do understand the apple bottom jeans, but what's up with the boots with the fur? With the fur. <laughs> and why was the whole crew looking at her? That's That, that part was never explained. It was the whole club looking at her. <laughs> yeah, that was. I didn't that expect that. Funny. Thank you. That, that actually made me smile. <clears throat> Thank you, Brock. Thank you. All right, next <laughs> voice. <laughs> okay, as someone that has actually gone into white supremacist spaces on the internet and uh, actually fought them, this is what you do. You do what I do. Go into their spaces and you troll the shit out of them. You start spitting facts like, hey, your numbers are dropping. Hey, your women like colored blank. Or you, how come the number one porn you guys watch is interracial porn? Like, it, you, know, you, you, you hit them with facts. Like, one time I called into this um, white supremacist um, oh podcast. And I basically said, hey, you got African blood in you. You got mother in your blood, buddy. And he was so upset. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> I got to apologize to him because honestly, sir, we're used to people trolling when we get into like hot, like hot and bothered topics. Shout out to Young Black and Bothered. Either way, shout out to him. I do apologize because trust me, if that first voicemail didn't go good, we wouldn't have heard the other three, I promise. But <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> Yo, he came out with the heat. He got two more. He did. He came, he came out with the heat. Here we go. Hold on. Like honestly, white supremacists are so easy to troll. I could send you a video of me trolling a white supremacist that was on Omegle. It is so easy. And that's, I mean, you have to stop getting offended and actively fight back. You get more offensive than them because at the end of the day, my friends, my melanated brothers and sisters, I'm an island cousin. We have, we are the master race, believe it or not. Yep. Yes, we are. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Wow. Last voice, Bill. Here we go. Instead of getting mad, laugh in their stupid faces. Find the ridiculousness of their whole argument and make jokes about it. That's in, um, if you ever read the, um, Anarchy uh, Rules for Radicals, I'm sorry, by Sololinsky, even one of the rules are make jokes out of them. What is that? I mean, I, I, I usually agree with that, but I like being mad. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know that sounds really fucked up to say, but no, it, on, think about it. Like, all, all the. So like, I, we, yeah, we, we, have, we have a lot of, like, jokes and stuff like that. And trust me, we crack our jokes. Just privately, because trust wow. me, behind closed doors, I be laughing my ass off at half the shit. We literally have a segment called First 48, where we talk about the shit that people do. And nine times out of ten, it's white people from Florida. <laughs> or white people from Texas. <laughs> like, it's not my fault. Is that, is that racist? No, because there's no such thing. But either way, when it, when it comes to like going to their spaces, 
I, I usually condone that, but here's the thing. I wouldn't want somebody to come to my space and be giving me shit. Because here's the thing, like Twitter, that, that's a perfect example. Imagine you like Pam and Q and Lou and I, we're just talking and tweeting and stuff like that. And then just somebody just comes in and it's really disrespectful on a public platform. Nobody ever asks, yo, where the fuck did you come from? Nobody wants to do that. Like, that's why I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go to one of their spaces. Imagine like me going there. That's how you end up getting doxxed and you know, people going and checking your information. Like, no, I, I don't need all that. What I'll do is I'll talk shit to you with my crew. And you have, if you listen and you hate it, guess what? It's on you. Um, with that being said, Kyrie Irving, I'm coming for your ass, sir. Oh pause. boy. They got somebody else too. They they just signed Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I mean, it was only his first game. It was only his Josh, first game, but he he's a speedster too. Josh Josh. What's the what's the what is the over and under of Josh Gordon um, possibly missing the next two games because they lost and he needed a blunt. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. You are aggressive. Completely over. Completely over. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's like the Ravens. 
Oh, it's like shit. the Ravens losing to the fucking Colts. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm happy about uh, that. We do and have I, a Colts oh. fan listener. I will I will give you that. So, Q, if you got some hot takes about the Colts, let it off. Let it rip. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't really get no hot against the Colts. Like, Carson Wentz is a bum, but hey, their defense, is, their defense is good. The defense is good. Lamar we, Jackson is still a Lamar Jackson is still a bitch and he fumbled and they scored a touchdown, which they're now reviewing. Uh, and we turned huh. the fumble for a touchdown, which 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 is now under review. But uh, it just reinforces my notion that Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. Never had. Cute question never for had you. Been, never will be. Go. So, do you remember uh, at the beginning of the season, all three of us voted the under? Um, I didn't write the points. Um, do you still have that link of what the over and unders were for the beginning of the season for the Colts? Because I, I would love your take, sir. I would love that. Oh, I think it was, think, uh, they, it was uh, a, 10 games. Was it 11 games? 10 games. 10 games. Well, we're going to win 10 games. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Jonathan right, Taylor so, looks like he wants to give them another. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So the fumble was ruled down. The return was ruled down at the twenty-five yard line. Uh, Darius Leonard tried to lateral lateral the ball, but his knee had hit the ground as he was lateraling. Okay, so <clears throat> all right, we need to get back in the groove. We need to get back in the groove. But yes, it is panic time in Kansas City. Their defense is absolutely atrocious, uh, and that's that. And no one, yeah. no one really need else to say. But go ahead. I just have I have one thing really quick. Um, Patrick Mahomes is trying to be a little bit too cute on the field. Like mm. he, he's playing like he's like rated ninety nine on Madden. Like in real life, and it's like, bro, like, like the defense knows you now. Like it's no longer a surprise. So like the bowling ball throws, and sh- it's it's great to look at in the replay, but not when you're losing, because that's going to come back in the end of the season. And now that you let Buffalo. Spank you like a four year old at Kmart. Guess what? You got to see them again in Buffalo. I guarantee you, you got to see them in Buffalo. I guarantee it. I guarantee. I guarantee you got to see them in Buffalo. And the last thing you want to do, Patrick Mahomes, is have your brother throw some water on somebody in Buffalo. As cold as it's going to be in January in Buffalo, do you remember his brother did that two weeks ago? Like dump some like water on somebody at a, at the stadium. Because yep. the guy was cheering because they lost. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, um, your brother better watch himself. That That's just not right. Nobody said anything. That shit was up under the radar. Um, his, his wife, shout out to her. She's been very disrespectful to fans as well on Twitter. And, you know, when she lo- like when they lose, she's going back and forth with people on there. Guess what? Patrick Mahomes. Um, and it's not just his fault as well. It's, it's definitely not his fault. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire going down. You had Travis Kelsey with his, you know, his knee tweak. Then you had, um, what's the name? Hill had the injury as well. And two of the three should be healthy again. When it comes to Kansas City, like you said, they've been exposed. And more importantly, you got quarterbacks who are like, okay, you want to play that cute, like, you know, that Tecmo Bowl football? But guess what? We got something for that ass. We're just going to run it down your throat. Pause. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Pat. She, I knew she was going to make me do it. So, pause. Um, my, my final thought about Kansas City is, my, my final thought about Kansas City is this we may need to rethink that over and under though we, we said 
Um, I, I think we all I, we all said over. No, mm-hmm. you said under. I said under. Oh. Oh. You said over. I said nothing. Pam said nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a dark day in hell. I mean, they're already yep. three, they're at three losses. So, yeah. Um, but Q, can we? Can we? You know what? You're the host of the show, but I'm just going to let Q know this one thing um, before we move on. Um, Q was very sh- he was very scared. I think he got drunk on Sunday. That's why he didn't text me back. And so it's okay. I still love him dearly. Um, you mean Patriots he got drunk Texans? and passed out? That, both, both, both. Well, here's the thing. Usually he'll text me like Greg, and then I just won't hear from him. He didn't text us at all. And I was like, oh, he's fucked up. That's when you know Q's fucked up because his <laughs> phone is somewhere near him, and he did not text back. And I think he was just drowning in his tears that he almost lost another game to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think y'all be listening. Oh, I will tell all the listeners my phone when I woke up on Sunday. I had 373 messages. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. The amount of sports hot takes and FanDuel—they are not sponsored yet—and uh, Discord not sponsored yet—and all of these things going on in that group chat. I will say, uh, none of it is about wrestling, guys. So, in case y'all thought it was, none of it is about wrestling. It was mostly it about the emails. Um, a little bit about the Steelers game uh, that I did get to watch. I, I get, did get to watch some of it. Um, I did get to meet a Bucks player who I have not a clue. You want to know why? Because I'm not a fan of the Bucks. Uh, but he went into my local 7-Eleven. And the lady at the register, she literally came from behind the register, went in the back, put on her jersey, just to take a picture with him. I just was like, oh, this is like some six foot something because I'm short. Uh, so he was about like six five, I guess guy just ordering some hot dogs from 7-Eleven. You know, they like the glue yellow here. Uh, he definitely so hates yeah. himself. Yeah. He no, he said himself. he had to go sign autographs. So, I'm gonna look up and see who it was <laughs> later, but yeah. that That's yeah. all I contribute to our group chats. They, they, they love going in regards to football. Anybody who eats hot dogs from 7-Eleven in 2021 hates themselves. And I'm standing <laughs> on that shit. <laughs> Nobody says, you know what? All the places I can eat at, McDonald's has a drive through Wendy's has a drive through I'm going to park the car and go to 7 Eleven. You know what? I'm shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do, do, you know, do you know how desperate we have to be in 2021? Q, can you explain to them the last time we had high dogs from 7 Eleven? We were smoking black and miles and listening to Wiz Khalifa. That was the last time I vividly remember eating a hot dog from 7 Eleven. So, the fact that he's an NFL player and said, you know what I really am craving right now? A glizzy. <laughs> craving a glizzy. Hey, if that's not the name of the show this week, <laughs> craving a glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he wanted what he wanted and she gave it to him for free, which I thought was okay. And <laughs> she glizzy. was just so excited. She was like, oh my God, do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Oh my God, he's he's a Bucks player. Okay, what's his name? Um, um. Oh my God, oh my God. I'm just so starstruck. I can't remember. I said, Are you sure he even plays for the Bucks? Because like, hey, you don't even hey, know his Pam. name. And he was hype. 
Yes. I saw the picture and it was a little blurry, but I think that was uh, Rob Gronkowski. No, yo, I know Gronk. I know what Gronk yo. looks like. I promise. To, to me, and that's who it looked like a little bit. It was a little blurry, though. That, I promise you, it was not Gronk. I promise. Okay. I promise. I didn't post the picture because no, I can't see realize, it. No. I'm actually looking. Let me see. Oh, no. That, that's the that's the Facebook one. That's the Facebook photo. Uh, Is that the like, Facebook photo? Oh, it's, uh, it was Mike Alstott. Oh, know. Mike Alstott. Yeah, he, yeah, he used to play for the like Tampa he, Bay. Yeah, he, he definitely yeah. looks like he eats glizzies at 7-Eleven. So. <laughs> yeah, very With glizzy gladiator. Very <laughs> I would not have thought he was an NFL player, to be honest with you. Let him be a glizzy gladiator. He can love what he loves, you know? But you guys are crazy on Sundays. I will say the group chat gets crazy on Sundays. I make sure my phone battery is on 100 um, <laughs> there was a lot of good games that did happen this weekend, though. So, and exactly. I will say the consensus was that everybody, all the kickers, did not want to kick this weekend. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm glad. So, yeah, that was the next topic that we were going to talk about. Does anyone know how to kick anymore? There were 12 missed point after attempts last, uh, yesterday, um, and that's not even. Let's not even talk about the Cincinnati Bengals Green Bay Packers game where there were four missed field goals in the fourth quarter in the last four, five minutes and the overtime period before Mason Crosby hit a uh, 50, I forgot what the yard is, a 52-yard field goal to win the game. Just take kicking out the game. Just take it out. Just take it out. It's either can we, can we, can we call him Missing Crosby? For this week, but um, oh boy, all right. Um, that's a cute joke. I'm sorry, that's a cute. Just let me know when you're done. I, you, know, you, you know how you know how Q, you know how Q will like rename a player like when he's like LeBum J like <laughs> missing Cro- that was a perfect missing Crosby I love that that's a that's a perfect that's a perfect segue the perfect segue to what we're gonna talk to we'll talk about next so it is um, injuries injuries mm. and more injuries uh, can someone please explain to me why the NFL went I thought that a seventeen game schedule was the smartest thing to do because it's at the point that we're going, every team's gonna be playing either is gonna be playing their backup, he's gonna be playing their backup quarterback, or half the team is gonna be backups because all of the frontline players are injured. Dude, I, I want to go over it. They wanted to I be like the over. NBA, but they, no, they I, couldn't. So there you go. That's my I'm problem. going to go over all of the injuries that took place. Um, shit, if I can pull it up. All of the players. Actually, I know where it is. So I was reading during my research process um, for the show. I was reading Football Football Morning in America by um, Peter by Peter King. If you don't if, if you don't read that, I definitely highly recommend that you do. 
especially especially uh, on Mondays after after the game. But I'm gonna go over this injury, this 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 the week five all injury team. These are all the like top important star players who are currently out for their respective teams. Start their quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's going to be out six, uh, four to eight weeks with a finger injury that he suffered on Thursday night football. Again, why are you playing football on Thursdays? I don't fucking understand, but that's not for me. Uh, at running back, Christian McCaffrey, David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins, tight end, Rob Gonk, uh, uh, Gronk, George Kittle, who was placed on IR before the game yesterday. At wide receiver, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. Well, he's always injured, but anyway. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, DJ DJ Chalk, who was also injured on a a, a Thursday night game. Anyway. At tackle, David Bakhtiari, Teron Armstead, Trent Brown. At guard, Quentin Nelson, Brandon Scherer, Shaq Mason. And at center, Frank Ragnall. On defense, DeMar- at the, uh, the, on the defensive line, Demarcus Lawrence, Brandon Graham, Carl Lawson, Stephon Tewitt, Marcus Davenport, Akeem Hicks. At linebacker, Shaq Thompson, Cesaria Smith, Kenneth Murray, Blake Martinez, Bud Dupree. At safety, Marcus May, Antoine, and Antoine Winfield Jr., and Marcus Jordan. At cornerback, Jair Alexander, who was placed on IR uh, this weekend. Marcus Peters, who was lost at the beginning of the season, before the season, before the season even started, him and Gus Edwards. Uh, Jason Verrett and Jeff Okuda. On special teams, Brett Kern, Will Lux, Jalen Richard, LJ Fort, Zach Trina. That's that that could be a Pro Bowl starting lineup. Literally. So pretty much what you're saying. What you're saying is the NFL is broken. Then, yes, they are broken in many places, starting with Roger Goodell. But um, again, <laughs> why why a game season was smart, and then you know at the end of the at the end of this current CBA, the owners are going to are going to are going to push for that 18th, that mm-hmm. that actual 18th game. But why? Um, why? I, I just. I feel like they they just like to extend the season, and I'm I'm completely fine with that. My issue is this: um, the NFL just ain't been like good when it comes to injuries because they have I don't want to say they have too much time off, but it feels like uh, there's not a lot of conditioning when it comes to it, and obviously freak injuries happen. But this year in particular, like obviously there's so many things like that. Yeah, it's just honestly like it's just hard to watch because imagine your favorite player injured, like unless you're like Saquon Barkley, like he he's like the Giants, but then it's like we know it's coming. Like just tell us what week, and we won't be there. Like that, that's how they feel about Saquon. But outside of that, um, the NFL injuries, I feel like a lot of them just I would just rather them just be out. And just have them on IR so we have an opportunity to enjoy new players. I don't know if that's like the best way of saying that, 
But say, for example, um, like George Kittle, like he's injured, right? George Kittle's injured. Yep. They said he's going to be on IR for what, like two or three weeks? It's like, bro, like what? Minimum three if, weeks. Yeah. If he has the opportunity to potentially come back, that's not good because what will happen is then he re-aggravates it. You're already giving him guaranteed money to begin with. Let some of the play, like some of the fans get used to new players because we see the same people every week. When we play FanDuel and DraftKings, same people every fucking week. And we play them every single week. And what the three of us know is none of the stars are actually winning people money on FanDuel. It's the the third and fourth string wide receiver who somehow scores a 78-yard touchdown. Or, you know, or you know should be look- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, I just, I, I'm a little bit indifferent about it. I would just love for the NFL to, to fix their IR policy where it's like, okay, if they're injured, for two or three weeks, but you know for a fact that they have a high risk of re-entry, just shut them down. Because I got a solution. Then, what's that? It, it, well, I mean, it's not necessarily going to take the injuries out of the game, but if, if they're, if, you know, they got the 17th game and you said they might want to go to an 18 game, expand the rosters. Mm-hmm. Get, like get more players. Instead of 53 players, have 60, 63. You know what I mean? Expand their practice stuff, <coughs> their practice squads, stuff like that. Well, the practice squad yeah. has already been uh, expanded, but in terms of, I, I agree with you that the regular season roster uh, limit of fifty three needs to go up. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, okay, so moving right along, moving the show right along. Um, we're gonna play a little game, a little quick game, because we are Uh-oh. way over, <laughs> way over time right now. Um, <clears throat> this game is called "Sit Back and Wait." These nuts. Or time. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? I know, right? Somebody beat her. <laughs> sit back, uh... sit back and wait. All right, so the game is called "Sit Back and Wait" or "Time uh... of Desperation." So I am going to say a team. I'm going to say what um, potential trade they should make. And I want you to vote, stay and wait. Is this NFL? Yes, NFL. Okay. 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 First team, San Francisco 49ers. They should trade for a running back. We know that there's been a lot of injuries. <clears throat> a lot of injuries to the to the running back room in San Francisco over the sea over the course of the season. Uh, Raheem Mostert uh, was lost at the, in the, during the first game of the season, and that running back room has not been getting any better. Uh, the running the running back position might be devalued around the league, but the two and three San Francisco 49ers could use some additional firepower now that Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo is injured again, forcing rookie Trey Lance into the lineup for at least week five. And now news came out today that Trey Lance is dealing with a sprained knee. Thank goodness they have a bye week coming up. Um, running back has been a weak point after starter Raheem Mostert suffered a season-ending season injury in week one. 
Given the shaky injury trends at quarterback and running back already, adding another effective piece for cheap value could be a season-altering move for the 49ers, especially since that since the devalued nature of the spot means affordable late-round pick prices. So, for the San Francisco 49ers potentially trading for, for a running back before the trade at nine, should they sit back and wait or... It's time for a desperation move. Sit back and Sit wait. Sit back and wait. They got 32 running backs on the roster anyway. So. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Sit back and wait. All right. Sit back and wait. Okay. All right. The next team. Oh, Lou. This is your team. Go right ahead. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers trading for a quarterback. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. As improbable as it probably is, the Pittsburgh Steelers should consider trading for a starting quarterback if they have any intentions of saving this season. Over his team's one and three start, Ben Roethlisberger has looked like a guy who overstayed his welcome by one season, completing 64.1% of his passes with four touchdowns and four interceptions, while averaging just 6.1 yards per attempt. Over the course of his career, he has averaged 7.7 per attempt. Big Ben did bounce back as the Steelers moved to two and three with a week five win over Denver, throwing two touchdowns and no picks, but it was a roller coaster that included a fumble and then a 50 yard touchdown bar. Pittsburgh's backup situation leaves a lot to be desired too, as Mason Rudolph has averaged 6.4 yards per attempt with 15 touchdowns and 10 interceptions over the 15 career appearances. Dwayne Haskins, meanwhile, has averaged 6.3 with 12 and 14 over 16 pro games. Granted, a new quarterback might not be able to join a new offense and makes much of a difference this season, but a week seven bye at least provides the chance for a crash course of a change. A new addition via trade could also be about potentially finding a long-term solution so the team isn't forced into only looking at quarterbacks in the first round next year. All right, so Pittsburgh Steelers trading for a quarterback. Sit back and wait. I think it's desperation time. The reason why is like for me, like right now, it would help. Um, with with Rudolph and then um, homeboy from Washington, it's just like no, you you need you a stud. Me, I would personally trade for homeboy who just came from Jacksonville to back up. Um, what's his first name? Um, Gardner Minshew. Minshew, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. Um, even though like Juju's not there, I still feel like they have a really good core with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, and he fits that scheme. Um, and you're not picking up much when it comes to him, and you know you're not going to draft a, a quarterback because it's fucking Pittsburgh. So it, at least save the coach a job for at least a year before he finally gets fired. Um, because the last thing you want to do is him going out on his shield. And be like, you know what, like, you know, Ben's gone, so now I gotta go because it'll be the change of the guard. Like, no, like see if he can do it with somebody else. Ben's just old. So it'd be it would just really be nice, in my personal opinion, to see some new blood and to finally see Pittsburgh say, you know, we're not gonna depend on the draft to get lucky. We're gonna go out and get what the fuck we need. Cause that's what Pittsburgh's missing. The entire league gets it, except for them, Detroit, and um, what's it? Uh, San Francisco. 
those three just for some reason they they don't get it right when it comes to just picking what you actually need. And Pittsburgh, they've needed a quarterback. They know they've needed a quarterback, but depending on you know somebody who's constantly coming in out of shape and not giving a fuck, it's, it's like when Hulk Hogan was like Hollywood Hulk Hogan. It's like yo, but it's not the same. <laughs> You're not Hogan. Like you, you got a fucking like you, you have like a Beijing like beard and shit. Like no, like Bob Hogan. Yeah. So yeah, I just I would personally love it, and I think Garner Minshew, in my personal opinion, is probably the best option for them to just go and be like you know what like. We'll pick up that that check. We'll, we'll pick that up because or, looking at him, just just imagine like him in that offense. Like you you take less of a hit for Najee Harris. You have you know the arm for him. You have the legs for him, and more importantly, like the team. Like he, he just seems like a good guy. Like who doesn't want the fucking stash in Pittsburgh? Like, can you imagine that? <laughs> they do it. Do it. That would be so dope. I would like like. I would change my stance depending on who they traded. Like if, if like your Minshew take, I think is spot on. Like if they could trade Mason Rudolph for Minshew straight up, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Because I think they could pull it off. Or 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 even um, the guy that just came out uh, just got drafted last year, but I forgot where he got drafted. Um, Kyle Trask. Where did he go? Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. Uh, yep. Tampa Bay. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe trade a, a couple draft picks for him. You know, that mm-hmm. way he can sit behind Ben this year. I mean, I, I is, is this year gone? No, I don't think so. Not quite yet. But, you know, have him sit and learn. It just, what we have right now is definitely not the answer. Yeah. All I'll say is in FanDuel this week, I'm playing Ben because. The moment we start shitting on a player on this show, the next week they go the fuck off. So, well, yeah. he's not on the main slate. They play third or they play Sunday night. I will be playing the Sunday night slate because Ben <laughs> is going to throw for four touchdowns, three hundred and forty yards, and who knows? We we might get a QB sneak out of him. I, I'm going Big to say tw- twenty eight points for Ben Roethlisberger. That's a hot take for the week oh. for y'all. Ooh. Okay. I don't even care who they playing. I don't care. Ben, four touchdowns. Because now he doesn't have right. to share the ball with Juju. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna get. To, I was gonna get to that in a second. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. Oh, fine. Yeah, Juju's out for the season. He, he dislocated his shoulder, and he is headed into surgery soon to get it fixed. But he is on. He's going to be on IR for the rest of the season. All right. Next Good. Team. No. No more TikToks. Are you still on TikToks? Oh my God! The Red Sox beat the Rays. Wow. Wait. What? Yep. Walked Sox it off. Oh boy. Oh boy. Wow. So there uh-oh. Uh-oh. What, what was my hot take about Boston last week? What, what, what was the hot take? Headed, headed to the ALCS. All right. Let me go back to my hot takes. Can I throw up now? You mentioned Boston. Shut up. up. Shut up. We don't do Boston. It's the oh, Boston. Hater. Oh, okay. No, it's a rivalry. It's like, Next you know, the, let's keep it the cowgirls. Next team. Next team. Go. Go. New Orleans Saints trade for a wide receiver. 
<clears throat> New Orleans no. didn't do. Can, can I can I finish? Thank you. The New Orleans Saints didn't do much for the season. Before the season, to hide the fact that wideout would be a problem for the offense. Through four games, it was Deontay Harris, an undrafted free agent from 2019 out of Assumption, who led the team in receiving with 164 yards and one touchdown. Marquez Callaway, undrafted in 2020 out of Tennessee, was second with 137 yards and one score. Both had numbers inflated by long plays of 55 or more yards. Behind them, it was tight end Juwan Johnson, who caught three touchdowns from Jameis Winston, and running back Alvin Kamara with two more. The lack of an actual receiving threat at wideout is a big part of why the team could only muster seven points in a week two loss to Carolina and lost to the otherwise winless New York Giants. Continuing the trend of hit or misproduction, both Callaway and Harris combined for three touchdowns in a week five win over Washington as Winston bounced back against an exploitable secondary. Still, with Michael Thomas out and likely Rusty when he returns, the Saints should look to make a move. Do you agree? Saints trade need to trade for a Ron Seaver or they could stay pat or stay the course. I think they're fine. I think they should trade. I didn't forget. Michael Thomas is coming back in three weeks. Like people definitely keep forgetting that shit. And if you have Callaway and you have him, you have the run game, you got the tight end. Like it, it's not even about the wide receiver at this point. You have to start trusting Jameis Winston. But the issue is they don't trust him not to fuck up. The receivers are there. They just they just don't want Jameis to fuck up. It, it's really that simple. <laughs> like think about like. <clears throat> Four touchdowns, like, and they're getting production. The issue is the quarterback's not producing. Like, exactly. the receivers are getting it done. So we, we need to be talking about the, the real elephant in the room. Like, is Jameis Winston, like, the quarterback for New Orleans? Because mm. if you interchange mm. anybody else, c- come on now. Like, he's getting it done with them. And Washington, like, truthfully, like, wasn't really like a game that was more so like a scrimmage that just happened to be on national TV. But when it comes to like Jameis Winston, it's like, it's him. It's definitely not the receivers. You're telling me like you got an undrafted wide receiver that who honestly, like if y'all get rid of homeboy talking about um, Michael Thomas, or he doesn't want to play or he does like AJ green last year. And it's like, you know what? Nah, uh, the, the injuries like, you know, nagging. I'm just going to be on the IR. You still have Callaway, and he's producing. Then you have a tight end producing. Let's not forget about fucking Alvin Kamara, who's producing. The one person who's not up to value right now is, guess who? Jameis Winston. Now, the only time he does produce is when he realized that Hill is this much closer to taking his spot for the remainder of the season. And he's two losses away from that actually happening. So... just what, making it clear. Did, uh, did Taysom Hill get injured uh, this yes, weekend too? Mm-hmm. How bad? Yeah, pretty bad. Um, oh, okay. was it? it was like a shoulder. I think like they knocked the shoulder out of place or something like that. So let me just look at it again. I thought I had read something that he was. Uh, I, I I know he was. Uh, I think oh, they said he was carted. He was yeah. He was carted off though. So mm-hmm. he couldn't even walk under right. his own power. Yeah. Ooh. Well, 
I've said enough. Go ahead, Q. What you got? <clears throat> All right. Next next team. Tampa Bay Buccaneers trading for a cornerback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have looked great. They've had one notable exception for secondary. Uh, it might not seem all that bad, especially when a legend like Tom Brady can cover up some of the issues, but there is a reason that the team already went out and added Richard Sherman. Why stop there? With Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting on, on reserves list, uh, Ross Crockwell has earned a 68.2 pro football focus grade, basing him in the backup range on the scale over the first four games. Jamel Dean sits at a 61 and a half grade over 55% of the snaps, which uh, Sherman, who only made it into five games last year, is trying to learn a new system on the fly. In his first game with the team, he earned a 54.7 PFF grade while allowing, allowing eight catches on as many targets. The Buccaneers still have an SS amount of talent at tight end, so shipping someone like OJ Howard, who has three targets over the first four games for someone uh, like Minnesota's Cam- Cameron Dantzler could provide instant production and long-term upside at a premium position. So, stay and wait or trade for a quarterback. I mean, a cornerback, sorry. Hmm. I mean, it would make sense. I think they should. Yeah, and you, you brought up the perfect point, too, that they have uh, a lot of uh, tight ends, so... You could just find the right partner. Why not? Agreed. 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 Tight end is definitely a position of stress. Well, once Gaunt gets back from 15 crack ribs that he suffered uh, three weeks ago, but uh, tight end is definitely a position of stress uh, for Tampa Bay with Gronk, with Cameron Bray, also OJ Howard. Uh, yeah. So I, I would have to agree with this one. Go, go get that cornerback because uh, you see what's happening in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. Before you get into the uh, next one, Q, we got voicemails that are like 20 minutes. So we got to get those out. Okay. Here we go. You have to do it to their faces, though. That's the thing. That's the only way. Like the like the British have a saying, taking, up, taking the piss out of them which means taking the wind out of their sails. You do it to their stupid faces. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't do it in private. Like, do it out in the open like they do. Like, honestly, you make fun of them, they are going to shrink away. We've heard that before, but I'm not quite sure about that, bro. Because, like you said, going into their public, well, their public forums and stuff like that, like, why? Then, then you're causing more drama on yourself. Like, when they come at you, then they come at you. But going and, like, you're registering for an account and shit. For what? Like, you're not doing yourself a service. It's like, you know they're saying, they're calling you a nigga and this and this and that. Like, but you went there. You signed up. You put your email out there. Why, why would I? Why would you do that? <laughs> it's a little bit ridiculous. Next voicemail, man. Shout out to him, though. You need to go to their platforms and be disrespectful right back to them. That is the only way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Next team. 
Hey, hey how y'all doing? Just listening out here. But hey, I also wanted to ask y'all, who y'all actually think is a sleeper right now? There ain't no one really kind of knows, but no one actually believes they can go far. Because I, I like these fucking Cardinals, man. Damn. I really do. I think they might go all the way, for real. What do y'all think? You know? It seems like they ain't getting the media coverage except in Arizona. But in reality, they might actually even be better than Buffalo. I mean, I don't know. At least defensively wise. But what do y'all think? I Jacksonville. agree. Well, Arizona is not a sleeper. They're five and zero. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're not sleeping, a sleeper team, you just stay sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree with what he said. They're not. They're not really talking about them that much, you know, in the media for being the only five and zero team. So yeah, yeah, that it. Um, that and they're getting right. They're getting no coverage. Like the next week is the game of the. You can consider next week the game of the week, and it's on the regional schedule instead of being yeah. on the the national. You know, when the four twenty five game. Yeah, um, if we're being honest, this. Oh, okay, you can go ahead, Greg. Oh, I was just going to say my sleeper really quick, Cincinnati. Hmm. I was going to say my sleeper really quick. I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Mm, that, that is a sleeper. Um, that, that's a sleeper, though, Q. If we're all yeah, picking one, I'll, I'll take the Chargers. Mm, yeah. MVP yeah. candidate right now. now MVP candidate. Yeah, that's the sleeper, not the Rams, the Chargers. If Justin Herbert is that dude. All right. Well, but hold on, Q. Wait a minute. You you gotta be fair. You you can't say that the four and one Rams aren't a sleeper, but then say that the four and one Chargers are a sleeper. Like that that was, thank it, you. No, no, no one, no one expected that out of the Chargers. They expected improvement, but not this fast. Not and this no fast. one expected it from the Rams at all. To be people honest expected. With you. No, no, no. People expected more from the Rams. They were the the the, the, the real question mark was was Matthew Stafford. How yeah. more than the Chargers? More, more. Yes, you got to think the Chargers. Okay. I want to know what coach. type of ganja you smoking because I want it. Well, we're, we're going to agree to disagree. Let's move on. Let Let's move on. What you got, Q? Anyway, all right, so. We've been on the NFL a long, <laughs> long, long time. Let's move this show right along to some news that just came out not 15 minutes ago that everyone's favorite or favorite, unlike Philadelphian, uh, Ben Simmons, has agreed. Sorry. That he has now arrived in Philadelphia, and the 76ers are hopeful to start moving towards the next steps of a return. Oh, God. Mama, shut up. (laughs) Uh, Money talks, and he was losing a lot of it by not playing. Can I just say this? Can I just say this? Athletes. Don't fuck up your money by talking. Just do shit. Why would you publicly say, you know what? I'm not going to show up. Just don't show up. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are we? Just, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. 
You, you, you know who I blame for this? Rich Who's Paul. Kyrie Irving? No, oh, no, Rich no. Rich Paul. Rich Paul. It, it's definitely his fault. Fuck him, too. Yeah. Because he, he told him that would be best for him. And guess what? Right. Now you're stuck there. You're stuck mm-hmm. with a team that's going to try. They're going to try to John Wall him as fast as possible. Now, and, and, when I say, and he can't get that money back either. At all. At all. The thing is, now you are a locker room cancer. And you light skin. What what are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing? You gotta be a fucking now mind you. Rich Paul, again, and I don't want to completely blame him, but he put the bug in Ben Simmons' ear to the point where Ben Simmons says that he wants to be treated like the superstar that he is. No. You're not a superstar. No. Thank you. Q. He Q's been fucking saying this shit for all, all offseason, all playoffs, all regular season. Like, yo, we are waiting on you to show up, Ben Simmons. So for you to not only show up, you know, to not show up last year, now you're saying you're not showing up. It's like, we already used to that. So now all of a sudden, when your money get low and they start telling you, guess what? We just going to go ahead and just like take the bag from you. Now you're sitting there like, well, shit, I got to show up. When all you had to do was just not show up. You ain't have to go tweet. You ain't have to go blame your teammates. Because guess what? Now you got to play with them. So your stats are going to be shit this year. Unless he does something miraculous and finds that, you know what? I got a pair of nuts. And I'm going to let him hang. But they ain't dropped yet. Ben Simmons, it's your fault. It's your fault. I have to absolutely agree. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to absolutely agree. And now... Segment you've all been waiting for. Oh boy! Hold, can I get my popcorn real quick? Go get your popcorn. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> it is going to be good. The title of this comment, <clears throat> the title of this commentary, is Kyrie. Just go the fuck away. <laughs> You're giving the breaking news because I ain't saying shit. Hold on, let me double check. No, Q, I oh. said you are giving the breaking news. Oh, I'm good. Q's lost. He was like, where the hell did that come from? Oh, You had no idea where that came from. I had no idea where that came from. All right. So. We've been dealing with your antics and your bullshit ever since you were a prep school player and you decided thank you ESPN for saying that as a John Gruden update. Who fucking cares? Uh, you've been giving us this, you've been, we've been dealing with your antics and your bullshit and, and everything ever since you were in high school. Your one, your, your eight game adventure at Duke and I, I didn't even, you, you heard, I didn't say season. I said eight games. That's how many games he played that one, that one year he was at Duke. We've been dealing with it when you were drafted number one by the Cavaliers. We've been dealing with it when LeBron came, made his triumphant return back to, back to Cleveland. We were dealing with it. We were dealing with your bullshit. Even when the Cavaliers came back against the Warriors and, and won their first title. 
We've been dealing with your bullshit after you basically you forced your way out of Cleveland because you wanted to be because you wanted to be the man. You wanted to be the alpha. We were dealing. We've been dealing with your bullshit when you got to Boston, and then oh, first it was I want to I want to end my career here. Then it's oh, I don't know if I'm going. Uh, I might resign resign here to you getting your way out of Boston and heading to, to Brooklyn. We've been dealing with your bullshit since you stepped foot in Barclays Center. We've been dealing with your bullshit when the Nets traded for James Harden and you wanted to go, uh, and you took nine games off. We've been dealing with your bullshit when you said the earth was flat. We've been dealing with your bullshit when you came back to Boston and spread sage around 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 the arena like you wasn't the bad spirit that needed to get the fuck out. We've been dealing with your bullshit since now. We're definitely been dealing with your bullshit now because you don't want to get vaccinated. And we're also dealing with your bullshit because 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 of you not getting vaccinated, you might have to miss forty five games or forty three games because you know all the Nets home games, the game they played, the, you know the game they played the Knicks, and it, when they go and play uh, the Warriors, just go the fuck away. If you don't want to play anymore, retire. If you want to go see if the earth is flat, do be a do be my fucking guest. Just go away. Everyone is tired of your antics. Everyone is tired of your bullshit. Just go the fuck away. Nobody will miss you. Trust me, nobody will miss you. Not at all. When you're on the court, you're amazing. But it's so much off the court shit with you that no one cares. Bingo. Everyone, everyone, everyone is saying the exact same words that I'm saying. Kyrie, shut the fuck up. Dribble basketball or walk away. So here's my advice to you, Kyrie Irving. One, go get us, go if you need to go see a shrink, I'm sure there's some good ones in New York. Second, if you don't want to play, announce your retirement. And mm-hmm. three, I like that take. Away. I like that. Let's just go, Q. Away. Because we are tired of your shit, and all we want to do is see you ball. If, you, if that's not what you want to do, that's not your life's purpose right now, step away. Mm-hmm. Disappear. Fall off the face of the earth since you think it's flat. Yep. Yeah. You don't, wanna, you don't want to get a needle? Okay. Don't play. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just at the point. Q, I'm at the point when it comes to Kyrie. It's like, I've said enough. And I used to feel bad because, like, yo, I, f- I feel like I'm really, like, just shitting on him. And he could be a good guy. He could be a nice guy. I'm like, yo, but everything he does is the complete polar fucking opposite. Um, 
I, I'm going to extend him some grace for the first time ever. Um, Kyrie, I, I, I just want him to, to, to not be whoever he thinks he is. But I know it's not going to happen because we were warned this his rookie year and nothing's changed. He said he could lead a team. He has yet to do that. He won a ring and then talked shit about the person who assisted him was paramount in him getting said ring. Goes to Boston saying that he wants to have his own team and realize, you know what? You're a star, but there's a star in the making here in Jason Tatum. And this is actually his team. You're here to help him because guess what? You're, you're already at the point in your career where you've done enough and we're appreciative of that. Now bring that over here. He couldn't handle that. So what do you do? He goes with Durant. And he realizes, you know what? It's not about me here. It's about the team. He even said that himself. It's not about me. It's about the team. And in true form, doesn't play 82 games. Goes and goes and takes sabbatical because guess what? I want to. They say they bring in Harden in. You know what he does? Disappears. Doesn't contact the team. Doesn't answer the coach's text messages. Comes back when he wants to because guess what? He got unlimited PTO. Shout out to Q. When it comes to Kyrie Irving, all I'm going to say is this. He, he's run out of opportunities of places to go where people will accept him. And the last place you want to be where you're not accepted is Brooklyn. That, that, that's all I'm going to say, man. Like, he, he's best off, and I won't say shut up and dribbling. He, he's just best off honestly being the best athlete he can be instead of being the, the, the social warrior that he thinks he is, where his politics come before his plane. And his plane is what got him the opportunity to have such a voice. And the issue is his voice now is being clouded by a, a lot of ambient noise that's also coming from him. He's talking like the uh, the teacher from fucking uh, from Peanuts and uh, Charlie Brown and shit. Everything's just wah, 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 wah. I'm like, God damn. Like, like every, and I, I, mind you, I'm trying to be like really level-headed about it because Q said everything I wanted to say. But to save him some grace, all I'm going to say is Kyrie Irving, I, I really want him to be the, the point guard that we talk about. Like, yo, like he's talented as shit and we just leave it to his talent. When I think of other athletes, and like, oh, who's the best point guard of all time? The reason why I can't put Kyrie Irving there is because, like, yo, he's 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 skilled, but the best, no. And the reason why he'll never be in that category is because when we think of Kyrie Irving from now on until something changes, the antics are going to be more than the playing. You have a better chance of people talking about Uncle Drew than putting him in their top five point guards. You heard it here first. And, f- and feel free to tell me who your top five point guards are of this generation. I ain't saying all time of this generation. Kyrie Irving, yeah, he, he may or may not be a four or five for most. And that's fine. But for me, the reason why he's not in my top five is because when I think of Kyrie, I think of the people that he's joined forces with to play and win once. And that's LeBron James. If he can get it done in Brooklyn, you know what I'm going to say? Well, damn. Kevin Durant. Got him a ring in Brooklyn. You know who I'm not going to say? <laughs> oh, Kyrie Irving got him a ring in Brooklyn. <laughs> and you know why? 
because it's Kevin Durant's fucking team, and we know it. He know it. And I think okay. Last little point. I'm done. And Q, tell me if I'm wrong or not. My last statement about nobody thinking about it because it's uh, Kevin Durant's team. Who's who else is on that team that you're like? You know what? If Brooklyn ends up winning the ring, when we talk about MVP candidates, there's gonna be two people ahead of him. Durant, James Harden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we doing, Kyrie Irving? I wish you the best, man. That, that's all I got to say. I'm done. Kyrie, just go the fuck away. And that's my final take on that. All right, moving right along. Boy, let's talk about this fight that happened Saturday night. If you remember last week, I said. Last week, I said. This boxing needed this fight to be good. And Lamar Jackson just fumbled again. Oh, I'm way ahead of you then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I paused it. To, oh, I okay, paused okay. It when the, when the group of Staten came out. So I mm-hmm. am a few seconds. I, let me rewind. Okay. Um. <clears throat> This fight, this fight, first of all, I thought it was great. Second of all, I thought it was great. What fight are you in reference? Exactly. With uh, Tyson Fury, um, Deontay Wilder. Okay, got it. So guys, I want to hear your takes. I was half drunk during the fight, so I don't remember much of it, but I do remember the parts I do remember. It it was was completely awesome. But y'all go ahead. Shout out to Greg. Uh, me and Greg had a little back and forth in regards to this fight in the group chat. Uh, I definitely wanted Wilder to win. I will not lie. Especially after I saw the video that I did post in our group chat of Tyson Fury rapping the N-word proudly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted him to win so bad. But when the antics came in regards to oh, my gloves, my gloves. I got to slip them out. You can feel right. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's a wrap. Yep. I, 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 I wanted, I even, I was in there going, come on, Wilder. I was rooting for him. That first knockdown, which should have been a knockdown and they didn't count it. That was a cheat to me, but it is what it is. He still got knocked that out. But I think that it was a really, really, really good fight. Blow for blow. Take antics out of it. It was a great fight. I think, uh, Wilder should have gave him a little bit of respect at the end. The fact that he didn't mm-hmm. was like, wow, that's okay. That's that's the type of mindset we all cool. But mm-hmm. I also felt like Fury singing at the end at the you just went what ten rounds or however many rounds they went, and you out here singing a song like you could fight again. I, I might have had to sneak snap him up. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Like you just gonna knock me out and then sing? That's disrespectful. You want you want to know what's funny? I'm, I'm gonna say this really quick. That is what I want from my heels from WWE. I, I want my heels to win and talk shit. That that's what I liked when he when he started singing. I, I sung with him. I was like, this is my type of carrying on right here. And and the reason for that is like he even said it in the post fight. He was like, yo, I, I went to him and I wanted to congratulate him and stuff like that for the fight and everything like that. But Wilder is not humble, and we know this about Wilder. He's a mm-hmm. great puncher. He's a terrible fighter. And there's a distinct... I'm sorry, not either. a... Yeah. 
and <clears throat> people went and they, you know, boxing like mavens will say, oh, well, you know, he put his weight on him a lot. And I was like, guess what? That's boxing. That right there is boxing. Boxing is not UFC. We, we're going to grapple and I'm going to submit you. And I'm like, no. And it's not fucking uh, like, you know, fight night where you're just going for a knockout every time. Boxing takes a lot of skill. Yeah. It takes a lot of patience. And more importantly, you need to come prepared when you get there. And guess what? He did not. Wilder, he, he, he tried to match the antics and shit. But guess what? You cannot, sir. You cannot. As a result, you got your, you got your ass spanked. And it's okay. Because guess what? You're going to get another fight. And you have to redeem yourself. Because if Conor McGregor can do it after losing four of his last five, <laughs> guess what? Wilder can too. Because it, it's okay to lose to the better fighter. And that's what happened to Wilder. He just lost to the better fighter. And it's okay. But to not show grace and not to be like, yo, like, you know, thanks for the fight. And, you know, commend him on the victory. Wilder, I'm, I'm going to tell you this now. There, there have been fighters like like that who, who didn't last long. And right now they're having a lot of, like, problems. Um, I forgot Homeboy's name who's, like, always in, in the media for, like, uh, like domestic abuse and shit like that. Um, John Jones? He used to fight. No, um, not not him. He worse. But it was a boxer. Um, I cannot think of his name. If anybody is like in the comments now, like let me know that boxer's name. Um, Adrian Bro- uh, Adrian Broni. Adrian Broni. I think that's what his yep. name. Adrian Broni. Yeah. 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 yeah, Like always in the media. Now I'm not saying this is true of you know homeboy of Wilder, but Wilder after that fight, it showed me exactly who he is. He's a sore loser. And it, and the issue is if he won, he would have shown no grace. He wouldn't have wanted to shake his hands. He'd have been like, yeah, I was supposed to do that. And I'm like, oh, so you've you shown us your character. So am I a fan of him? I've never really been. I, I am a fan of knockouts, though. I, I do like when you knock somebody clean the fuck out. That's fun. But as a person, he, he showed me everything I need to know. And from now on, whenever I watch his fights, I'm going to go into it saying, you know what? I don't care. I don't care who wins or who loses. I'm just happy at the fact that I'm watching a fight that's going to be entertaining. But now... Everybody knows what Wilder's about. He, he's out there for the knockout. All you got to do is dodge the punch. Because he, he's not going to last <laughs> 12 rounds doing that shit. That's been crystal clear for three fights. But with that being said, it was a it was a damn good fight. Damn good fight. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, yeah. I don't think they should do a, a fourth fight, though. I don't no, think they do. It ends with the trilogy. Like the last two, the last two fights, Deontay Wilder has gotten his ass whooped. Like, there's mm-hmm. no need for a third. There's no need. Well, for here's a third. the thing. I mean, here's the thing. Wilder, he's he's trying to make a case for it because of the the first one being the the draw. So he's like, it's not fair. I'm like, but if you would have won, it would have been a either way. Like it would have been one one one. So yeah. you would have been fine with that. Either like if he wins, like I don't want to see six fights from y'all. Like. The three's At enough. All. Then it becomes yeah, it becomes a thing where it's like, yo, like y'all are doing this for a money grab, but what if you just get your ass whooped again? Then what? Like nobody ever thinks about like that when they go and have these rematches. I'm like, no, what happens if you whoop your ass again? Then what? Then you're like, yo, I lost, I lost twice. <laughs> but for him, he lost what four times? Like, why? Because <clears throat> now that goes that goes on your permanent record. That's like getting suspended from high school like four times. Like, yo, like you realize like that shit. It's reflective. So <laughs> with, with him, man, 
I, I just I'd rather see uh, Joshua uh, Anthony Joshua and uh, what's his name and Fury. That would be a fight that I would love to see. I know mm. it's not going to happen at least this year, but yeah, like overall that fight was it was pretty good. Um, it was promoted very well. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they had loaded Lux. Shout out to him um, coming out for uh, Wilder. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but he didn't also, know his lyrics to his own song. Absolutely, he did not. But the fact that he was there, that was a big thing for me. Also, there was a lot of representation for the LGBTQ community, which I, I really was fond of when it came to um, Tyson Fury when he came out and they had the, like, the, I don't want to, like, confuse Egyptian and Mayan and stuff like that, but when they had the, the choreographed, like, intro and stuff like that. And they so had, that was a Greek like, intro. Yeah, the Greek intro. So basically, like, that was very like inclusive to that, to that particular community because of the person who was doing it. And every, it was like, yo, this is nice. Like, it, it, it just it felt like, you know, he put some thought into that and he definitely won the fans over with it. And then obviously he sings in the post fight even better. But <laughs> that's what you want. And don't forget Big E doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The Big E. Yeah. But I mean, overall, it was a really good fight. Um, I, I just missed the days where Q and I used to be able to go to bars and watch boxing fights and just get really outrageously drunk. And, and just watch no, what, what a time what, what a time Q, Q, those were the days like, yo that, Q do you do you miss those those days where we used to just like Saturday UFC Saturday boxing and we would just go to like DuPont and pay like the $5 cover to get in and spend $40 to get drunk and just yeah, be in good I, company with people okay. just yo god fuck you COVID <laughs> fuck you you took the good things you took all the good things you know who you left us? <laughs> Fucking John Gruden. What are we doing? <laughs> wow. I hate it here. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Annoying. Uh, okay. So everyone agrees it was a great fight. I agree it was a great fight. Uh, Deontay Wilder, be more humble. Um, and with that, um, Rest in peace to Ala- rest in peace if you live in Alabama or if you are an Alabama fan because Goliath went down this weekend to Texas A and M. No roll tide this weekend. Mm. No roll tide this week. Mm. That's crazy. That's wow. So well, I'm not even a college the, football fan, and I know that's crazy. Right? Yeah, that was a that was a seismic seismic shift. In the college football land space, no one expects Alabama to lose, especially to, to Texas A and M. Wow! I said at, ha- I said at halftime <laughs> that Nick Saban was probably revoking five scholarships as they were going into the locker room. And Rodrigo Blankenship just missed the field goal. We are going into overtime in Baltimore. Wow! That was the laziest fucking them thick ass glasses, and he couldn't realize the fucking field goal. <laughs> What the, what the fuck is going on? Thick ass fucking glasses. How the fuck you missed that with them thick ass glasses, man? Get the fuck out of here. No, no. We gotta we gotta take a pause. I'm sorry. I know we would be a serious. Do you see how fucking thick them glasses are and you missed that field goal? What are we mm-hmm. doing here? Yo, like he he shanked the shit out. Yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm coughing because it's so f- fucking funny. Oh, like the glasses, just the, uh, just oh, just boy. another missed kick this week. That's all, bro. But how the yeah, fuck do you miss from forty seven like that? 
he he misled earlier too, I guess. So, yeah. <clears throat> them thick ass glasses. Yo, do you see them fucking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can see you can see the fucking parking lot from. The- Oh my god! You know, you know who that remind me of when he was got them, <laughs> Do you got remember the HD movie? glasses? Yo, do you remember yeah. the scary movie where the the, uh, the guy in the wheelchair with the glasses? <laughs> she took the glasses <laughs> off and <laughs> oh, let me stop. Let me stop. Oh, oh my, my apologies. I don't want to sound like a complete asshole, but boy, that was funny. Them big ass glasses. How do you miss that field goal from forty seven? Now I'm telling you, if Baltimore wins this game because he missed that field goal, Mason Crosby, I apologize. I apologize. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Q, I'm sorry. That was, I, I, I apologize for making fun of people with glasses, but she. <laughs> You're not making fun of me. Oh my god! So cool, but. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I love it here. I love it here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, we can't I, move I on. Just, we can't move on. I gotta let it keep going. I, 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 I just going. came up with a nickname for him, just like you came up with Missing Crosby. We call him, <laughs> oh God! We call him Rodrigo Missing Shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You see, yes. you see oh how, you see how. Q, you rubbed off on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the fucked up part is now Q is going. <laughs> every kicker that misses is going to have a nickname from Q now, right? Right. <laughs> well, I got to write that down. Missing shit. <laughs> Missing Crosby. Oh my god. Yo, I'm sorry, trying, Q. I'm he's sorry. He's trying his hardest not to laugh. He's That's trying his hardest not to laugh, but that is fucking hilarious. Missing shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, I'm sorry. I, I got to apologize to the people listening on stereo. I, I'm usually not this way. Um, I usually let Q like, finish the docket, but fuck that. That missing shit. That and missing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, Q. I'm sorry. I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> I lied. Oh, Missing man. shit is fucking. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said I lied. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Q, we love you, man. I'm sorry I brought that up. I'm sorry, man. You were right in the middle of talking college football when I brought that shit up. I'm sorry. No, it's actually my fault because I broke in with the I broke in with the news that they missed the field goal. So unfortunately oh, okay. on me. So it's all good. It's that, all good. Um all right. so that's all I want to talk about about college football. Like uh you don't expect Alabama to lose and you don't expect them to lose to Texas A&M. Um but Jimbo Fisher did say um, you know, it doesn't like he basically he made a quote about like um, even if uh, if Nick when Nick Saban retires that they're still they, he said we're still going to kick his ass even in retirement like oh okay and oh, wow. what did Jimbo Fish yeah what did Jimbo Fisher do he took his team actually no they they was in uh, uh, College Station and yeah he kicked Nick Saban's ass. 
<laughs> so uh, that's that. Um, I love seeing Alabama lose. I love seeing Alabama lose too, um, because I mean they're the, like, can we just can we kick out Jacksonville and just put Alabama in the NFL? Because that's literally it's, it's nothing but an NFL factory. Literally NFL factory. Um, but quickly, going into the, the baseball playoffs, uh, I know we got the news during the show that the Boston Red Sox defeated the Tampa Bay Rays, who everyone had favorite favorite to get to the World Series again, back-to-back seasons. That will not take place. Uh, the Red Sox beat them three games to one in the ALDS. They now await the winner of the Houston Chicago White Sox series. Um, game four was supposed to be played to game, but it was postponed due to weather. It will be played tomorrow. Uh, and it, I know Houston is up two games to one right now. Um, who do you see winning that series? Houston or Chicago? The Chicago well, back. I called Chicago going to the World Series about two months ago, so I I, I got to stick with them. So yeah, Is I, I'm still in it. <laughs> Who is St. Louis still in it? No, no. Damn. So my no. hot take is off. So I have nothing. Anybody but Boston, of course. Okay, so that is the AL um, in the National League. The Brewers um, were shut out for the second game in a row um, by the Atlanta Braves. So the Atlanta Braves are up 2-1. Uh, game four will be tomorrow mm. with the Braves having a chance to close that series out. Um, on to the NLCS. In the other series, it's the, the Giants and the Dodgers. Uh, mm. are the are the well? They're actually playing right now. I think yeah. That series is two zero, San Francisco. If I'm correct, no, no, it's tied one one. It's one one. Yeah, and they're in the fifth inning right now, and San Francisco is winning one nothing. Hmm. I have San Francisco beating the Dodgers. I do too. Yeah, I have a beat. I Dodgers, think the Dodgers so gonna. It's looking like I'm a. Dodgers. I'm gonna go with Dodgers. Quote so me on that. Right now, it's looking. Okay. Uh, so right now, it's looking like the, the NLCS may potentially be San Francisco Giants and the Atlanta Braves. Let's go Braves. Fuck the Braves. <laughs> oh my <Fuck> god. <laughs> Atlanta needs something, uh, especially after that Super Bowl. Atlanta needs something. So let's no, go, Braves. They don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> All right. So, moving right along. We got a voice memo. We do, have a, we do have a voicemail, and it'll be played in a few seconds. <clears throat> but before before we play that voicemail, actually, let's play it now. And then, as this voicemail is being played, uh, get your awards ready. Here we go. Yo, I'm just I'm just joining your room right now, and I see somebody has emails. You're talking about Gruden's emails. I haven't I haven't read the whole situation, but I'm a Raiders fan. I've been a Raiders fan all my life, and all I gotta say is fuck it. 
if he's racist, who cares? I don't really give a fuck. We had a racist ass president for four years and we got through it. <laughs> so let, let fucking John Gruden take us to the Super Bowl and then fire his ass. What? That? Oh, yeah. You will not have the opportunity to see that happen in, in this lifetime because John Gruden resigned. <laughs> wow. Thank you, for, thank, you for, thank you for listening. What a uh, freaking take. And now moving on to the to the to my favorite segment of the show, it's time for awards. Yeah, I I think it's I don't know if I can speak for anybody when uh, the the award that I'm going to be giving out to the person I'm going to be giving out. We talked about it extensively today, extensively uh, this show. But the Bill O'Brien, you know, you know, fucked up right award. The Adam Gates, why are you still here award? The Gilbert Williams Goon of our nationality Goon, Goon Award. Uh, let's see what else? What other awards can we give him? Fuck it. Every award we got goes to John Gruden because he are you're you're a racist fucking pig. Yeah. Anyway. Um. I have a few, but I'm gonna let everybody else go first. Sorry. I I, mm. I I have one award. But it's going to multiple people. And it's the award that we just came up with last week. The (laughs) Urban Meyer Get Your Thumb Out of Your Ass Award. To every single (laughs) NFL kicker who missed kicks this entire weekend. From missing Crosby to Rodrigo missing shit. Let's go. Let's fucking go. They get the get your thumb out of your ass award. Yep. That's it, Pam. It's on you. Ooh. Um, wow. I don't know what award I would want to give, but it would be whatever award I do decide to name it. I can't think of a name right now. But it would be to people who are deciding to accept apologies when someone does something racist or however. And the racism has nothing to do with them. For example, there was a wrestler who said some very transphobic things. Uh, he came out, he made an apology statement, and people who weren't trans were, we forgive you. How can you forgive him? He wasn't talking to you. So my award goes to those people who accept apologies when any sort of bigotry is aimed at them, was not aimed at them, but they accept the apology. That, that's, that's my award for this week. Okay. Greg, floor yours. All right, let's make this quick. The Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here Award is going to the Eagles fans who got caught fucking in the bathroom at the Panthers game. Yeah, that happened. Um, the Bill O'Brien You Know You Done Fucked Up Right Award is going to Baker Mayfield's wife for talking shit about the Browns fans saying that Baker Mayfield changed the franchise's loser culture. Um yeah, that 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 was definitely a thing. Um, oh boy, um, do I have one for the Lord Shamik in the Streets Awards? Lord Shamik not been here, so we're going to give Lord Shamik in the Street Award to Lord Shamik for the first time ever because we're missing you, bro. Where the fuck are you at? Come back, come back. Um, Jesus Christ, this one's going to be a rough one. The Goofball of Our Nationality or the Gilbert Arenas Goon Award is going to the Black Raider players who came out and said that they do not care about John Gruden's Michelin Man emails about lips. Uh, I don't know who the fuck this player was. Actually, let me just click the article, because why the fuck not? 
Um, it doesn't even matter. Uh, basically, it was a Black Raiders player who said that they did not mind the comments that John Gruden made. Sir, you should not have a job either. Fuck you and everything you stand for. Um, the Nick Young Never Too Soon Award is going to both Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade because they overshare way too fucking much. Like, I feel like they think that they're like Will and Jada with like, just tell the entire world about their relationship. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, God damn, like, leave something to the imagination. So mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union says like how she ran through a list of fuck boys to fulfill her sexual fantasies after her divorce. And then she landed with Dwayne Wade. It's like, like, it's one of those things. Don't where forget like, how she eats Dwayne Wade's booty. Yeah, like, like you ever just have like your, your your thumb on your chin and like your 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 main finger, your index finger, just on your nose, and you're like, yo, you know what? Something just why? And that's one of those moments. It's like nobody asked, but you keep telling us. So Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, y'all both get that. I, I've always said they overshare their their entire family a little bit too much, for my personal opinion. But you know what? If that's your thing, cool. My issue is now it's got to the point where it's like, oh you're doing it and it's starting to get uncomfortable and and that's where i'm at with that um my herb fuck up dean award for the person who had one job or perpetually fucks it up no matter what i'm still kind of pissed off about homeboy from the utah jazz i don't know why he's getting this award it just randomly came in my head i needed to give an award to somebody so Who's 22, I'm sorry, 27 for the Utah Jazz? The dude who, like, put his hands all over the place. Yes. I don't know why, but he's Mm. just getting the award. Thinking about that, like, when you think about COVID, there's, like, pivotal pivotal moments about COVID, and that's one of them. Like, it's actually in the top five. Like, non-political, like, shit like that. You have, like, obviously, like, you know, Trump catching COVID and then, like, standing on the balcony. You got that shit. Um, But... In the in the grand scheme of sports, since this is the sports desk, yo, that is like the top two like wildest fucking COVID stories for the past year. <laughs> and and just thinking about like yo, like I mean, it literally led to the shutdown of the NBA. Yo, not like, even not even just the NBA, but sports in general. Yo, but Q, this is how fitting the award is. The award is called the Herb Fuck Up. Dean, I'm sorry, the Herb Fuck Up Dean Award for the person who had one job or uh, perpetually fucks it up no matter what. Here's the thing. You had one job. Do the post-game interview and go to the locker room. You did the interview, coughed, and then you know what you did? You touched every fucking mic. (laughs) So, like, just thinking about, like, I know it's in the past, but sometimes, like, you have to talk about the past in order to get better. And boy, that was a moment in time where we will never get that back. We will never get that back. But and, know, and if, if I'm if I'm right, wasn't he the first NBA player to yes. have COVID too? Yes, yes, he was the reason. So, he was karma behind. And, and, and you want to know what's fucked up though, Q? And you you notice because he knows the schedule better than I could ever do. But after that game, they played the following night, and they were saying like you know because I think this is when Q was doing like DraftKings and stuff like that for NBA and it's like, yo, all these players just all of a sudden just start getting called out because, you know, they came in contact and, you know, they had contact tracing because the night after is when he found out that he had the shit. So clearly he had it. No, 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 no. Right after no, 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 no. It was it was after the press conference. Mm -hmm. After the press conference, 
that's when that's the first game that got called that got mm-hmm. uh, that got canceled. Then mm-hmm. it was the the Mavericks were playing, and that's when uh, Mark Cuban had that that forever moment when he got when he got the text saying that the league was shutting down, was suspending operations due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And that was this. That was uh, I forgot who it was, which team was playing. But that last game, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but that that press conference, which um, which uh, Rudy Gobert coughed and then rubbed all over the all over the all over the mics. That was the that was the biggest thing that led to the cancellation of sports. Yeah. That stopped well, everything solid. Yeah. I just I wanna like implore like Philadelphia Eagles fans one, one last time um about why you guys got the why you still here award. Um what made you think fucking in the bathroom during a game? Have you ever been to like a football stadium during a game and how fucking filthy a bathroom is? You have to, you really have to want dick that bad to fuck in a, in a public bathroom in Philly. <laughs> the state, let me, shut up. Greg, shut up. Shut up. Just, just shut up. Uh, they wasn't, play, they wasn't playing in Philly. They playing it, it, it don't in, matter. In, it in don't Charlotte. matter. It don't matter. It's Philly fans fucking in a bathroom. So technically, they're in Philly. Either he was in Philly or she was from Philly. So either way, we're in Philly. They're fucking in a bat Q. <laughs> they fucked in a public bathroom. <laughs> so clearly, Philly was in Philly. Literally. <laughs> so, you know what? Shut up, Greg. <laughs> Shut up, Greg. I'm going to hell. I'm definitely going to hell after this episode. Wow. And then in Carolina, though, Q, see, this is why we can't have nice things. This is exactly why we can't have nice things. It's Q's fault. It's fucking Q's fault. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. I didn't do nothing this time. All right. <laughs> he said this time. <laughs> on that note, friends, uh, where can they find you all on social media? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Little Italy. That's L I T T L I T A L Y. Greg, Pam. Oh, um, you, you can you can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs like Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your your, your grill oh my god oh no oh no y'all like that y'all like that that. wow look at that that pip juice oh god oh god I'm about to play that song (laughs) no no oh no oh no we're going old school save us save us what about Uh, you Pam where can they find you um, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, social media, basically all social medias at the Melanomat, my new podcast with my amazing, amazing, amazing. I, I, I don't know if I can say amazing anymore, but with my amazing co-host will be coming out soon. I really, really, really hope you guys will come and you'll hang out and you'll say hi to us and you'll 
No, just support us as we are part of the YBAB network. Miss Cool will be in the building. I just can't wait for it to come out. It is also called The Melon and Matt. So I hope you guys listen and come on over. And actually, we'll get into more details about wrestling since we don't have as much time here on the sports desk to really deep dive in. But when it does launch, I promise you guys, you will love it. It'll be amazing. So just be on the lookout for us. Absolutely. Right. I'm, just, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it, to, to, to hear about it. And, and, uh, and I wish you all all the success with that. I'm sure it's going to be a great, I'm sure it's going to be a great show. Uh, and of course, you know that we are all, we'll all be here rooting for you. Um, you know it. Um, so lastly, you can find me um, in Las Vegas telling John Gruden to go fuck himself 50 times. You can follow the show on Twitter at YB Bobbit. You can follow us on Instagram at Young Black Pod. Um, and until then, and until we meet again next week, we'll see you then. Peace, y'all. Have, have a good week, y'all. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 